Hello, and welcome back to the Stephanie Praise Podcast. My name is Stephanie Rios, and this is the podcast where I come up and I blah, 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 and then I pray to pray, 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 pray about what I blah, blah, blah about. (laughs) And that is the most basic um, way that I could explain this podcast. Um, Today you are joining the Stephanie Praise Podcast on Meltdown Monday. Today is February the 17th, President's Day. And um, to be quite honest with you guys, I am so tired and sore. I really do not want to be recording this podcast. I would much rather be upstairs on the couch watching Netflix with my siblings. But um, I decided to dedicate myself to this. So I actually got to put in the work. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, my hand claps are so off. Like, ugh, what was that? Anyways, I'm putting in the work. And I mean, it's not that bad. It's just me blabbing for 30 minutes, so it should be fine. Um, Yeah. And plus, I already told some of my friends that I was doing this. So I can't be looking like a quitter now. You know what I mean? Anyways, let's start with the first meltdown. The first meltdown consists of why I'm so tired right now. I am exhausted because um, it's President's Day weekend. Did I already say the date? Um, the date is February 17th, 2020. And that it was President's Day weekend. And my on top of the children who already live here, my cousins were here. My, one, um, my two cousins were here. I was about to say one, but no, it's two. My two cousins were here and, you know, they were here and it was fun to have them here. However, having to entertain the minds of two more children and then also having to deal with how when kids get together they get riled up and act out a little bit all that was really like testing my patience and my brain and like I couldn't like mentally keep up with them they were always talking you know I'm really tired from that then I'm also tired because we we went roller skating and there was a lot of dangers out there on the roller rink. There were small children that I didn't want to flatten like pancakes if I rolled over them with my skates. Um, and there were also some grown adults who were trying to run me over with their skates. Um, in the end, I fell down and crashed multiple times to prevent myself from getting in collisions with children and with adults i would rather crash into the wall than have like then me end up like in the emergency room for someone else like i'd rather be the one in the emergency room for me rather than me being at fault for someone else being in the emergency room um so to all of you guys who guys and gals who were out there at the roller rink skates 280 this president's day weekend um this is me saying you're welcome for not killing you and running you over like a steamroller. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, that was just the beginning of my of my little segment here that I call Meltdown Monday. Because, you know, today is Monday. President's Day, February 17, 2020. I just keep repeating the date to myself so that I don't forget. Because since the kids aren't in school today, it's just going to throw my entire week off. And I'm going to be thinking tomorrow's Friday for like the next seven days so I really need to keep reminding myself that today is Monday tomorrow is Tuesday do not get it mixed up I mean just one small thing that can unbalance my schedule really sends me like rolling it's like it gets me all messed up 
anyways, this podcast um, is um, this um, seg- Ooh. I'm losing my mind. Anyway, today's Meltdown Monday is dedicated to my brother, Ethan. Um, he has been warned that I will be completely calling him out on all this stuff that he has done with me all week. Um, but I guess I'll start it on a good note. Um, so the other day, me and Ethan, we were, um, we were not the only ones, all the kids were watching, but me and him are watching The Lion King, the live action one. And we are just, you know, talking about the cinematic experience, which one version was better, the animated or the new one, what are the differences, why did the director make these decisions, like, I mean, for real, we are sitting there, like, we are professional film critics, (laughs) It was kind of funny, but I mean, in all this blah, 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 we start talking about Scar and how, in my opinion, honestly, Scar couldn't possibly be the best villain of all time. He's honestly one of the most memorable ones. I can't talk. Anyway, he's one of the most memorable ones of all time, of course, because I mean, the Lion King is so iconic, but he's not... He's not the best. And this is based solely on the reasoning that he could have approached the whole thing differently. I mean, okay, he killed Mufasa. Like, okay, you killed someone. That makes you pretty bad. And then his plan was to kill Simba. When if you think about it, while Simba was a cub, he manipulated Simba twice. And like the first 20 minutes of the movie, he was like, Simba, oh, the elephant graveyard. You know what I mean? And he's, what did Simba do? He went down there. Then he was like, Simba still trusted him after that whole mishap. And, um, I mean, of course Simba's not thinking, oh, my uncle, he's trying to kill me. But then he goes to the place, where, I don't even know what the name of those animals were, but, you know, that, the place where Mufasa dies and all those animals trample him. You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about anyway. So he still goes down there to practice his roar. And still trusting his uncle. I mean, Scar could have, if Scar would have had a little bit less of an ego, which of course, you know, I'm not saying bad guys don't have egos. I'm just saying Scar's to be an effective bad guy was just too high of an ego. He, in my opinion, obviously this wouldn't have been as great of a story or as great of a movie, but he would have perfected his evil villainness had he not tried to kill Simba and proceeded to manipulate him you know what I mean like had Simba by his side and had Simba rule the way that he wanted feed him lies and make him grow up into an evil ruler that way Scar's legacy would live much longer than you know what it actually did can you imagine if the movie was like that that Scar trained Simba to be like him and Simba trained his son and then his son trained his son. It would be generations of horribleness. And yeah, I guess that's also part of the movie how the circle of life, you know, would have fallen. Everyone would have died just how it happened when Scar was in rule. But I mean, that kind of would have been cool, you know, like if if the movie continued and it's Simba being trained by Scar and then Scar passes um Scar passes away and then um Simba is teaching his son but 
maybe Zazu decides that I'm going to tell him what's really going on. And, you know, and like somewhere along the lines, one of Simba's descendants is like, no, father, this isn't right. And then Simba comes to his senses and remembers his father. That would have been like a really like emotional like roller coaster. It would have been a little bit more fun. Not that I'm trying to rewrite the Lion King. Oh my gosh, I can already feel the hate. Like I'm not trying to say that that's how the Lion King should have been written, but I'm saying in order for Scar to have been the perfect villain, that's how it should have gone down. But unfortunately, that's not how it went down and that's what started uh, mine and Ethan's conversation about who is like the villain of villains. And after much deliberation, we're going to have to say, and we were only looking at the best of the villains of Disney and Disney Pixar. Because you know how those two are, two, they're connected now, Disney Pixar. So we decided pretty much there's no one who could possibly top Ernesto de la Cruz from Disney Pixar's Coco. I mean, he killed his best friend to become famous. He as far as we can tell, didn't tell anybody that he did this. Then he lived a life of glory and was still being beloved even in his afterlife. And then in the afterlife, he didn't clear his friend's name. He let his friend, his so-called friend, <laughs> be tortured by ridicule. They, he, let, he let everyone believe, I mean, because there's no way he's not thinking when he gets to the afterlife. Oh my gosh, what about that dude that I killed? There's no way he's not thinking about like what possibly could have happened to him. So he has to know by that point that his um, used-to-be friend now has a reputation for dying choking on some chorizo. Which, for y'all who didn't know watching the movie, is like... It's like a Hispanic sausage, but we don't eat it like sausage. It's, it's a whole... like I, I can't explain it. It's delicious. You should try some. Um, anyway... I mean, then he let his his so-called friend suffer in ridicule. And then when the truth almost came out, he tried to kill his friend in the afterlife and his descendancy. So, I mean, Ernesto de la Cruz is just like bad all around. He's trying to kill people when they're already dead. What's with that? Anyways... Um, if you guys think there's a even, and again, we classified the worst villain of the worst by how they actually managed to make their plan happen. How far and how well thought out their evil plans worked. And so that pretty much throws out people who were just petty, like, no offense to Maleficent, love that. Love Sleeping Beauty, love Maleficent, but I mean, she was kind of petty. And also... It doesn't work for um, evil bad guys who are doing it out of revenge. Like um, Buddy from The Incredibles. That was like a revenge type thing. Or Evelyn in The Incredibles 2. Again, revenge type thing. They were very smart people. But being evil out of revenge is almost like you can sympathize with them. We're talking heroes that you cannot sympathize with. Hero. I'm, I'm, oh, I said heroes. Ooh, wrong word. I'm talking about we're talking about villains that you cannot sympathize with and that their plans actually worked to an extent. Because obviously, in a sort of cruise, he was found out and people started hating him on the earth and in the afterlife world. You know what I mean? So if you guys can think of a even worse, um, oh, even, that's not what I'm looking for, the best evil villain. If you guys can find a better evil villain than what we've thought about, please like let us know. 
I, I don't know how all the platforms work because, again, this podcast is available with Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play Music. You can ask Alexa to play it for you. Um, it's available on lots of platforms. I don't know how people go about commenting on this. Oh, but I guess um, at the bottom of all my descriptions, I put my Instagram handle, so I guess you could DM me who you think is better, and I'll discuss it on another podcast. Anyway... As you can see, I got really entertained in that conversation for like 10 minutes um, because um, me and Ethan were having this conversation. Like, don't get me wrong, Ethan is great and everything, but in the next like 15 minutes, I'm going to like just like talk about how he annoys me and I want to um, punch him in the throat. Actually, this week, I actually, I, I stabbed him with my fork while we were having dinner. Yeah, um, so he's, he comes up to me, and we're having dinner, and he's, um, oh my gosh, I, I, I feel so bad because I'm saying that I'm admitting to stabbing him with a fork. Everybody relax. It was like a light stab. Didn't leave a mark. He literally just said, ow, and then, like, I was like, I told him why I stabbed him. It wasn't like a, like, oh, chung, ooh, I got you, stab. It was just like a, it was like a harsher poke with a fork. Everybody chill. Anyways, I poked him harshly with my fork because he's he, he's talking to me he's telling me about something in school and I'm just like vaguely listening because I really don't care about his little high school life because man I was in high school I didn't like my experience I don't want to hear about your experience anyways he was telling me about that he told some girls that um just casually that I had a podcast and then that he changed his mind about telling them because he didn't want to promote my podcast so then I stabbed him with a fork. I was like, are you kidding me? How are you not going to promote me? How? Why would you not promote me? Thank you for not promoting me. So see, Ethan, I know you're listening to this now. Um, that's what you get. When you do not promote, you get a poke. <laughs> oh, my God. That actually low-key kind of rhymed, like in a slant rhyme. Like, they tell you that's okay in school. Just slant rhyme. So, ooh, that was kind of cool. I did not even plan that. Anyways, that's one of the things he did to me. Um, that's And then there's another thing he did to me. He admitted to me that he has not been listening to my podcast. Like, I think when we had that conversation, it was like Wednesday and he hadn't he hadn't listened, like, no, wait, it was Friday, it was Friday, and he had not listened to Monday or Wednesdays, like, today is Monday, a whole week later, and he's finally caught up, like, about an hour ago, he told me he caught up, so he admitted to me that he's not listening to my podcast, and also, I want to admit here, um, I'm not listening to my podcast, and this is what I mean, I record it, and unless it has technical difficulties, I'm not going to listen to it, I know what I said, vaguely enough and I'm tired of listening to my own cringy voice like I was watching Emma Chamberlain's video last week she had a video up about her reacting to some of her old videos and she was just like cringing at the sound of her own voice and her appearance so that makes me super glad that this isn't like videoed and you know I don't like the sound of my voice I'm convinced no one really likes the sound of their voice so I'm not exactly listening to my podcast but I think it counts that I'm listening to myself as I record this because of course I'm listening for sound quality so um I'm not listening to these podcasts apparently Ethan isn't listening to this podcast or maybe he he is now two weeks later I like probably he won't listen to this for another two weeks that's probably a lie because he probably thinks I'm gonna stab him again so he's probably listening to this as soon as I tell him it's up 
Anyways, anyways, just because I'm not listening doesn't mean you shouldn't listen. You should always listen because this this should be your, like I said in the introduction, this should be your third favorite podcast after Views by David Durbrick and Jason Nash and Secret Keepers Club with Carly Aquilino and Emma Wilman. I memorized that. I memorized that now, by the way. Um, this should be number three. This should totally be number three unless Emma Chamberlain's podcast improves with her new changes um oh seriously emma emma came out with a podcast intro talking about how she's gonna change the formatting of her podcast and now she's just gonna do and say whatever the heck she wants and honestly had me questioning my whole life and like maybe i should do that with my podcast but we're just getting started emma had a whole like full-length thing going for a while that i listened to most of them and you know Maybe I should give it time before I completely reroute where I'm going with this podcast. Uh, yeah. Okay. Moving on because I totally forgot what I was talking about. Um, all in all, there's no excuse to not listen to this podcast. You should always listen to this podcast because um, it's your third favorite podcast. I mean, just keep repeating that to yourself and you will subliminally start thinking that this is your third favorite podcast. Let us, let us pray now. Jesus. Make this all the listeners for, I mean, third favorite podcast, please. That would be great. Let's spread the word, the word. Oh, guys, I'm so tired. I'm so tired right now. Anyways, let's move on with talking about Ethan. So at the same time um, that I'm having dinner um, with my siblings and Ethan's there. Um, I'm not sure if this was the same dinner or, uh, no, this was a later dinner. This was a dinner after I stabbed him. And so this is what this boy tells me. He's telling me something dumb, right? I don't remember what it is, but he said something stupid to me. And I, I told him, um, I told him like, why, why do you, do you think about things before you say them to me? And he said, literally, he said to me that he thinks his thoughts out three times before he vocalizes them to me. And I was like, so you think about a stupid thought three times before you say it out loud? And he was just like, yes. Oh, and now I remember what this was about. This was about his ice cream. Okay, so... Earlier in the week, last week, Ethan asked me to buy him ice cream. And I'm like, yes, sure, I'll get it for you. He gave me the money and everything. And it was for that Friday. That Friday, I was going to go and get his ice cream. Unfortunately, I could not because I had to be home and I didn't have, at that point, I wasn't going to have my car and I had to stay home and watch the baby. Like, I had responsibilities. I had to cook. I had to get stuff done, right? So there was no way that I was making it to the store to buy ice cream. And I went ahead and texted him because he was at school. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry. I can't get it. Maybe tomorrow. And he, all he texted back was like, fine, that's fine. Um, I, apparently, it wasn't fine for him. Because then he, he, when I got home, he was complaining that he didn't have his ice cream. Then the next day, which was Saturday, he was complaining again that he didn't have his ice cream. Two hours later, he was complaining again that he didn't have his ice cream. And so by then, I was like, Are you, do you think out your thoughts? I told you why I couldn't get your ice cream. It is not my fault. I am not doing this with malicious intent. I just honestly cannot get you the ice cream. And trust me, I wanted to get him the ice cream because it's the Talentini ice cream. If you haven't tried that, go get it. They have it at Walmart and Publix, probably other stores. Oh, actually, they also have it at CVS. Um, but I mean, 
it's best ice cream i was gonna get him his and i was gonna get me one mine is actually still in the fridge i haven't eaten him mine he ate his in like 30 minutes um but i really wanted to get him his ice cream so i can get mine and he's over here harassing me like i'm his butler or something i literally said do i look like your butler and i told him i'm this is when like by now he like drew the line i was like i am putting this in my podcast notes and you you are going to be talked about oh that was my ringtone now you guys know what my ringtone is i should probably turn that down anyways um yes that was um the mario sound anyways this boy be thinking that I'm his butler or something. And then he was like, no, that's not what I think. No, it's blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, "Ugh, oh, my God. I'm writing this down, and I'm going to tear you down in my podcast. And honestly, I don't feel like I tore him down um, because, honestly, I could, do, I could go further. He does this all the time. If I tell him that I'm going to get, like, oh, my gosh. Oh, this isn't even in the notes. Let me throw the notebook across the room because this is not even in the notes. The notes have all been read now. Um, like, a couple months ago, Chick-fil-A was having that, like, mint chocolate something, um, shake, and I was, I'm an interpreter, and I was doing appointments, um, because I, as I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, I think I have, but my job position is an interpreter, and I work a lot of the time for, um, DHR, and I'll do a lot of at-home counseling or visitation with children so like the mom and dad gets to see their kids so one um set of parents they um well it was just the mom one mom wanted to always meet at a chick-fil-a so that's what we were doing we made a chick-fil-a so they could have a fun time and the kids could go in the slides and stuff and so i was there and i tried the mint shake not knowing the mint chocolate something shake not knowing that ethan wanted to try the shake so i came home and i told him about it. he was like what i wanted to try that why couldn't you bring me one and i'm like my job was like at noon you don't get out of school or home till four o'clock what did you want a melty puddle and he was like you could have put it in the freezer i'm like it wouldn't taste the same and he was like it would taste the same to me and i was like then you don't have taste buds like oh that's disgusting why would you want melty disgusting frozen shake like, I don't know. I think he was just that desperate to try it. So I told him, I'll tell you what. If you remind me, I'll tell you the days that I'll be going to work and coming straight home when you're home. That way, your shake maybe only melts, like, for two minutes and you get it practically fresh. And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Um, did he do it? No! He expected me to be his little secretary and report to him when I was available. No! No, 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 no. I have a, one, I have a calendar in my room. I have two calendars in my room that could tell any one of my family members when I'm available. And two, I told him, at the, on this day, at the, it was always Tuesdays. On Tuesdays, I had an appointment for an in-home visit um, with a family who I'm pretty sure they now have regained custody of their child, thank goodness, because they really deserved it. It was a huge misunderstanding. Um, and the appointment was from five to six. And I would be home at 6.30 because the place was not that far away from my house. So, well, it was far enough. So nobody go thinking or instigating where I was at. Anyways, it was not that far, but it was not that close. Everybody, this is none of your business. That's, confident, that's confidentialities. And that's stuff that I sign all the time. Anyway, 
I told him, Tuesdays, from this time to this time, I'll be working, and then I'll be home about this time. The Chick-fil-A is literally one or two minutes from our house. So literally, your shake will only melt for one or two minutes. Remi um, remind me or give me the money. Actually, I told him to straight up give me the money. Never gave me the money, never reminded me, never said anything about it, and then complained all the time about how it was my fault. So then finally, we go out on a Saturday. I go out with all the kids. We're doing some like, I don't know, we were like buying snacks. or I don't even remember what we were doing. We were just out at Walmart. And across the street from the Walmart is the freaking Chick-fil-A. So, um, hold on, I think someone's knocking at the door. Hello? No, never mind. No one's knocking at the door. Like I said, all the kids are home and, you know, they're, they're here and they would be the ones to come and try to knock on the door while I'm doing a podcast, even though they know that I don't edit this, so it's just all straight talking. Anyways, I was talking about Ethan. So, like, um, the Chick-fil-A is in front of the Walmart. So we go to the Walmart, we lollygag, we get out, and I tell him, now we're finally going to Chick-fil-A so you can quit whining. So we show up to Chick-fil-A and guess what? The shake had just been discontinued. And he has the audacity to be like, ah, oh my gosh. And I'm like, this is your own fault. And he was just looking at me like, no. Like he wasn't saying it, but his eyes were like, it's your fault. And I'm just like, don't look at me like that. You can take those false accusations from your eyeballs and... <laughs> I was going to say what I always say to them, but it's kind of negative. Oh my gosh. Ever since I started saying that I'm going to be less negative in general, I catch myself so much more. And it's not even bad words. It's also like, and it's also not even like jokes that I make with my friends or siblings. It's just like some things are just negative. Like there's a positive way to say them. And I say them negatively. Anyways, Ethan is always thinking I'm his butler all the time. That's an, another thing about Ethan. He thinks I'm his, like, pantry. Like, all the time when he's randomly starving. And let me tell you, um, my mom cooks, but she's pretty much taught me all the recipes she knows to the point where I start looking up new recipes. Like, the other day, like, on Valentine's Day, I made us the family fettuccine alfredo because we had a bunch of leftover pasta um, because I had recently made spaghetti. So I decided, okay, I'm going to make fettuccine alfredo. So I made fettuccine alfredo. So I'm generally, like, the cook in the house. So even though I make... Um, big meals because we're a big family um, like it's two parents and six kids who live at home no wait is it six kids me crystal andrea ethan destiny jolie it's seven kids but the baby obviously she does not um, eat food so we're gonna go two parents six kids and a baby we make big meals around here and even though i make big meals and i offer children hey are you going to want more? There are some days that I don't offer more. Like, there's a set amount, and I always give Ethan more. Like, say we're making, like, those crunchy rolled-up taquitos. Taquitos? Like, I don't know how to explain them. Um, it's like when you go to school, and they they serve you a Crispito. I know y'all have all eaten that. Some of y'all hate it. I love Crispitos. But, in, but I hate that they only give you one. Like, that's not enough. I'm starving by the time it's lunch in high school. Anyways, so imagine Crispitos. And so... The 12-year-old, she gets four of them. The 6-year-old, he gets four of them. The 12-year-old can ask for one more. That makes five. And Ethan automatically gets served six. 
And then they get like a whole bunch of water, so they're nourished. And on top of the tacos, there's lettuce, tomatoes, vegetables, lime, some, some hot sauce. He eats enough, but always. And, and not even just when we serve that, when we serve spaghetti, when we serve soup, when we serve any dish. He gets plenty because I know that he is a growing young adult male and he I mean he's like 16 he's about to turn 17 he's growing he's like at the prime of his like growth and he's really hungry because he goes to school and he does the whole um what is he I, I don't know what it's called at this school but it's what most schools call, call ROTC you know the army class anyway he's in that and he does um he does a lot of yard work and um he's the one who handles the dogs so um here in our house so I make sure he eats enough and that's never enough for him because literally for like the past two months, he comes into my room at around eight o'clock at night and he's like, Stephanie, do you have any snacks? And I'm like, boy, do I got no snacks for you? Does that look like I buy my snacks to feed you? No, I bought them for me so that I may consume happily because I'm an adult and I have a job and I have money and I can buy snacks if I want to. At least he's not like my other brother. My other brother, he would be like, you don't need those snacks, Stephanie. They're just going to make you fat. And I'm just like, boy, get out of here with your pimple face. It's all, it's all going to give you pimples. And he'd be like, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. It's just going to make you fat. And I'm like, honestly, I don't care about being fat. I'm perfectly conformed with the size that I am. The only thing that worries me is if, like, you know, like uh, like a couple months ago, I was in such bad shape that I was like, I was like, <gasps> Every time I went up the stairs. And I mean, like, I'm glad that that's not me now. Actually, that was not a couple months ago. That was, like, a year ago. Um, but, like, you know what I mean. I'm not concerned about weight or nothing like that too much. But, um, so, see, all my brothers, they suck. What's wrong with them? I'm just kidding. They don't all suck. They just all have their moments. It's like I was saying the another podcast ago that I was talking about how sometimes my siblings send me over the edge. Like, at least Ethan didn't send me over the edge this week. But sometimes the siblings, they send me over the edge. Um, but, nah, I mean, I think um, Ethan didn't. Like, the way I feel, he didn't send me over the edge this weekend. The person who sent me over the edge this weekend was my little annoying cousin. She's in the fourth grade, and she's very, very, very annoying. So, yeah. Mm, Ethan, I hope you take that as a compliment. You're annoying. But you are nowhere near as annoying as um, cousin who will remain unnamed. Because if one day she hears this, she's really, she's going to be like, Stephanie, but why did you say that? Yeah, that's literally what she sounds like. She sounds like an animated cartoon. Like when people tell me that I sound like, hola, soy Dora. No, she, that's how she talks all the time. This is my regular speaking voice. And this is what she sounds like. She sounds like an animated character. Like she sounds like Dora the Explorer mixed with Hello Kitty if she could talk. Like literally, that's what she sounds like. She sounds just like, and then she talks really fast also. <coughs> like, dang. Ugh, I'm going to calm down because literally the memory of her right now, because she was here yesterday, the memory of her is starting to accelerate my heartbeat and I'm starting to feel uneasy and like I could just like <coughs> strangle her or something. Anyways, that is going to have to conclude this Meltdown Monday podcast. Um, we finally made it to about 30 minutes and all I'm going to say is this is great. 
<laughs> I'm so sick of this outro that I wrote. Let me just tell everybody that. Um, I'm just going to stop using the script and only like the first half of the script. That I'm, okay, let's just vow that. Let's just, oh, where's my pen? Where is my pen? I'm literally going to cross it off this script now. Um, apparently, my entire jar of pens is missing. Oh, there it is on the floor. Give it, give it to me. This is an unsharpened pencil. I want a pen. Okay, I hope you guys heard all that noise because it shows that I took the effort to find this pen. Anyways, here's my pen. And I'm going to cross this off because I no longer approve of this part of the outro. Anyway, let's exit this podcast. Everyone, as always, remember, love yourself, love others, and Philippians 4, 6. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. This has been another Stephanie Praise podcast. Um, goodbye. Recommend this to your friends. It's available everywhere. And remember, we are Stephanie Praise, P-R-A-Y-Z, with a Z, because we're cool. Bye-bye.